Unity of Farmington Hills, a positive path for spiritual living. Well, good morning, everyone. I'm Reverend Kelly Kincaid, the senior minister at Unity of Farmington Hills. Welcome to our online Sunday worship service for this last Sunday, May, May 31st, 2020. This month has zoomed by, I'm telling you. Wow. So I just wanted to give a few announcements before we get started into the service. First of all, today, after service, you are all welcome to join us for our Sunday fellowship. It is a Zoom fellowship, and the link is on our website, and it's also on the YouTube page. Tomorrow, we are going to have our Monday Zoom house party at 1 p.m. and 7 p.m. Everyone's welcome to join us there as well for laughter, connection, and inspiration. And then on Tuesday will be the first class, the first spiritual economics class, I'm excited to share this with you. It's from the book, Spiritual Economics by Eric Butterworth. So you will need that book. 
the um, all of you who have signed up will be receiving an email from me by Monday with all the information and the link to tap into the class. And then Wednesday, I'm inviting you all to join us for our Wednesday evening meditation at 7 p.m. The link is on our website as well. Thursdays, we have our mastermind groups. They have been established. Any information pertaining to those groups will be emailed to you by the group leaders. And for any more information or to find out about our classes, our groups, our activities, and our events, or to sign up for the email blast that we send out on a weekly basis, please visit our website, unityfh.com. So now... As we conclude our announcements, we will hear the band singing, Surely the Presence. And as you hear the band's beautiful voices, allow your hearts and minds to open up, to hear the daily word, and to prepare to receive our opening prayer. So now it is time for the reading of the daily word and our opening prayer. Today's daily word is love. The affirmation reads, I am a loving presence to everyone I meet. I'll read it again and then I'd like you to affirm it with me. I am a loving presence to everyone I meet. Together, I am a loving presence to everyone I meet. And the message reads, it has been said that the world needs more love. The truth is that all the love the world could ever need is already present everywhere because God is love and God is present everywhere. Created in God's image, I am divine love in human expression. I know that love is more than a positive feeling. Divine love is the energy of oneness itself. As I remain centered in divine love, I know oneness in God with all people, including those who are dear to me and those I've never met. Divine love helps me see good everywhere and in everyone. I look beyond conflict and limitation and find the good that is always mine to discover. 
And the scripture for today comes from 1 John chapter 4, verse 7, and it reads, Beloved, let us love one another, because love is from God. Everyone who loves is born of God and knows God. Let us pray. So let us close our eyes, take a deep breath, and allow our, our consciousness to float right down into our heart center, right in the center of our chest. And God, we acknowledge you right now to be that one power and one presence active in our lives and in the universe. And we acknowledge that we are, we are one with your presence and your power, that you dwell within each and every one of us. Thank you for blessing us right now Thank you for opening our hearts and minds to feel your oneness as we prepare to hear your message. Thank you for blessing this entire service. And thank you for allowing the meaning of the message to manifest itself inside of us so deeply that we begin to walk and live the true essence of your word. In the mighty name and nature of Jesus Christ, we pray claiming that it is done, it is done, it is done, and so it is, and we let it be. Amen. And now let us know our statement of being. God is all, both invisible and visible. One presence, one mind, one power is all. This one that is all is perfect love, perfect life, perfect love, and perfect substance. I am an individualized expression of God. I am ever one with this perfect life, perfect love, and perfect substance. And now let us know our growth affirmation together, knowing that every word that we affirm is being manifested in God. Together, we give thanks for our expansive congregation that fills our halls and sanctuary with seekers of unity truth, fills our hearts with love and joy, and provides us with all of the necessary resources to co-create a loving and compassionate spirit-filled world. And now we will have another powerful song called Greater by our band, and I will be back to share our message.
that song greater greater is he that is inside of me than he who is living in this world that is a I love that scripture and I do my best to live by that scripture oh I love the way the band sang it too Nicholas always picks the most awesome songs oh man so I always start off with a cute little joke or story and I heard a, a little joke from um in our one of our house parties on the seven o'clock house party Monday and uh, Dennis if I messed this up please forgive me so this little boy was getting ready for church and before he went out the door his mom said here I have two quarters for you one of it is for Jesus to put in a love offering and the other one is for you to get some candy on your way home and so the little boy was so excited he was skipping on his way to church he was skipping he was playing with the quarters and one of the quarters fell out of his hand, rolled down the drain in the middle of the street and, and fell inside and he lost it. And so the little boy looked at the second quarter and he said, I'm sorry, Jesus, I lost your quarter. <laughs> oh, that's a little cute little joke. Thank you, Dennis, for sharing that with me. <laughs> so as we close out this month of May, I want to finish discussing the spiritual faculty of power. In unity, power is usually the faculty that represents May. And Charles Fillmore, who's the co-founder of unity, says that we have the, he and his wife believed that we, Myrtle, his wife's name was Myrtle, the beautiful couple. They believed that we have these 12 faculties of our mind, that we are here as we live our life to spiritualize and elevate to a higher consciousness of the Christ within. That as we live, we become a greater, more fuller expression of God. And we demonstrate heaven on earth. And so throughout this month, I've been talking about the power to control our thoughts and our feelings. And as we control our thoughts and our feelings, we take that power and align our thoughts and feelings with the consciousness of God that, that dwells within us, the, con the Christ within. And that as we are connected to God, 
in our thinking and in our feeling that the very words that come through our mouth, through the back of the throat, which is the center for power, is actually at the root of the tongue, that as those words come through our mouth, that they demonstrate the greater expression, they, they, they send out rather a vibration that calls forth a greater expression of our true power and demonstrates it in this world. So we talked about leaning into the true, your true power by aligning your thoughts and your feelings and your words. And then we talked about calling forth your true power through your, the power of your words. And then last week we talked about the power of a grateful heart. And we established that when you are in a space where your mind and your feelings and your thoughts and your words are generating the vibration of an attitude of gratitude, it demonstrates within you a higher expression of God and you end up living a higher quality of life. And you become within your mind and connected to the expression of God and it comes from the heart. We use the scripture from the gospel according to Luke that says a good person produces good things from the treasury of a good heart. And we, and we establish that having a good heart means that it is aligned with the consciousness of God. Now, what it means to be a good person, it means to be a person who is disciplined in always thinking about God, always thinking about things that are the expression of the omnipotent God, always knowing that we are good and everybody and everything in this world is an expression that is still good, whether it feels pleasant or not. And that the next part of this scripture says that an evil person produces evil things from the treasury of an evil heart. And we said that evil just means to live backwards. It's the word live, L-I-V-E, backwards. And the moment that you're living backwards, your mind, your thoughts, your feelings, your words, and even your actions are demonstrating from a consciousness of error and false thinking. And, that e and, and, and even actually the expression of fear is when we are allowing false evidence to appear real in our lives and then we act on that, think on that, feel what it generates inside of us that is outside of the presence of God. And so we talked about how complaining causes a, a treasury of, of unhealthy vibration within the heart. And when we live from that space, we decrease our vibration and we literally can move into an expression of, of um, illness, which is, I call a healing opportunity. Now I wanna pick up from there because I wanna use the scripture that comes from the book of James, chapter five, verse 16, that says, Confess your sins to each other. Pray for each other so that you may be healed. It goes on to say, the earnest prayer of a righteous person has great power and produces wonderful results. Today, I want to close out this month by talking and speaking on the power of a righteous prayer. And God, I thank you for guiding me throughout this week and for guiding me even right now I let my human expression, the personality decrease, and I call forth the Christ within me to speak forth this message. Thank you, God, for giving me the ears to hear and the eyes to see what it is that you would want me to be the expression of in this message. Thank you so much, dear Lord. Amen. So, 
Whenever we are demonstrating from an evil heart, it literally contributes to an illness or all things that demonstrate limitation and separation in your life. In this chapter of James, it's entitled The Power of Prayer. And James is telling them how to shift their consciousness through prayer. Charles Fillmore in his book, The Revealing Word, says that prayer is communion between God and man. He says the communion takes place in the innermost parts of your being. But he also says that it is the only way to cleanse and perfect the consciousness and thus permanently heal the body. So the reason that we confess a sin is to shift our consciousness. To confess means to acknowledge one's error, to acknowledge whatever's going on inside of you that is out of alignment to what is the greater good of what you could be expressing. That's what it means to confess. Let me give you a uh, uh, an example. Myrtle Fillmore, who was the co-founder of the Unity Movement, is the one who actually started the Unity Movement through her own demonstration. Throughout her life, she was demonstrating in her body the expression of tuberculosis. So that was her healing opportunity, along with other healing opportunities that she had. But she was told that she would have tuberculosis to the, to, to, for all of her life, even when she was a child. That's when it started, and she was told that. Now, she accepted that as her truth, and her body, and so that became the treasury of her heart, became from that evil or false, uh, out-of-alignment expression of health. And so she was demonstrating tuberculosis, which is a healing opportunity, an illness in her body. But one day she went and heard this person speaking. He was a new thought speaker. And Mr. Weeks said that I, the affirmation, I am a child of God, therefore I do not inherit illness. The moment that she heard that, there was a light bulb that connected inside of her. And she realized that as a child of God, she was demonstrating in her thinking and in her feeling that which was out of alignment with God. She was living on, in faulty consciousness and error-based consciousness. And she took on that affirmation and she confessed. And it, by, she, she confessed her sin by acknowledging that error thought, that error thinking, and that false belief that she would be living and dying because, uh, with tuberculosis. And then she began to pray for herself. Now, she, now, in order to pray, you need to go into communion with God. And that's what she did. And she did it for herself and prayed on every aspect of her body. And God generated a healing energy inside of her that healed her completely. It says here, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. If there's no one around you, you confess the sins to God within you and you demonstrate that healing power within yourself. You may not always have someone around you to confess the sins, but this is the first part of the power of a righteous prayer is to release those things that are blocking you from being the demonstration, the absolute demonstration 
demonstration of the presence of God. And what sin means, sin means missing the mark. It's an archery word that means to miss the mark. So whenever someone goes to shoot an arrow towards a target and they miss that target, that is a sin. It's an archery word. But in spiritual concepts, in a, in a metaphysical meaning, it is to move, miss the mark of being the expression of God. So in those moments that you are experiencing some type of healing opportunity, whether it's in your body, relationship, in your work field, in whatever situation you are in, Look at your thinking and look at your feeling and look at your speaking and look at your beliefs and your actions because for in some way, shape or form, you have sinned and you are living, moving and operating in that sin consciousness and it needs to be confessed, which means that you deny the power of that thought, that feeling, whatever it is, you deny the power of that. And when you deny the power of that, which is the fourth unity principle, then you can affirm the truth and prayer means to affirm the truth that is God. You cannot have power in prayer, let alone a righteous prayer. If you are out of alignment with God, when you go to sit down and pray, you have to shift your consciousness and then acknowledge God above everything that's going on in your life. That is why it is important to be grateful because an attitude of gratitude knows that it ain't you that did this thing, that it is God that brought it to you. And that the same God that brought it to you will be the same God that can take it away and also demonstrate and establish a higher expression of what it is that you are grateful for. The first part of developing the power of a righteous prayer is to confess your sins. Deny the power of that which you are living, were living under that is out of alignment with God. And affirm the truth over yourself. And allow others to affirm the truth over you as well. So I have a feeling that as Myrtle Fillmore was praying over herself, it took her two years to have God move that expression of healing in her life. Now, as we, I want to use this scripture. It's coming from Mark, and this is a powerful scripture. Jesus is talking to his disciples, and he talks about, um, it's Mark chapter 11, is verse 22 through 24. And he says, the, the scripture says, then Jesus said to the disciples, have faith in God. I tell you the truth. And every time he said, I tell you the truth, brother man was about to bring out something deep. He said, I tell you the truth. You can say to this mountain, mountain, may you be lifted up and thrown into the sea and it will happen. But you must really believe it will happen and have no doubt in your heart. When you are moving through confessing your sin and praying for the truth, you can have no doubt in your heart. Because the heart, like we said, is the wealth. It's neutral. Whatever you're demonstrating in your mind, it will be manifesting in your heart. And it can block or open the door to a fuller expression of the presence of God in your life. He says... You can pray for anything, and if you believe that you receive it, it will be yours. Now, the truth is, there are moments where we may pray and we may not believe it. As a matter of fact, Myrtle Fillmore, in her book, this is a book called Myrtle's Healing Letters, 
and it's written by Frances Falk. She wrote a lot of letters to people about prayer and other things. A lot of people would send prayers, send uh, uh, letters to her asking for prayer after she demonstrated the, the expression of opening herself up to let God heal her body by blessing every single aspect of her body. And God healed it, but God healed it one uh, aspect at a time. So the mountain that is moved into the sea isn't always moved in one fell swoop. We need to remember that. We need to remember that just because you sit down and pray, that it's going to happen. It doesn't always happen in that moment. It happens in God's timing and in God's divine order. So that mountain may go into the sea in chunks and pieces, or it may go in the sea in little, little grains of sand. It is up to God. But when you turn it over to God, you cannot have doubt. Myrtle Fillmore says that almost immediately after praying, we go on doing the things we have been doing, which do not answer prayers. And we think and say that which is not in accord with the prayers that we have made. She said, for example, in the silence and, uh, uh, and declare statements of prosperity, then we, write, we go into writing and speaking failure, longing for those things which proves that we are feeling and having thoughts of lack in our heart. Your heart has to be fully aligned with gratitude, already thanking God for the very thing that you prayed for, for that mountain to be moved into the sea and for your prayer and what you've confessed and prayed over to be actually demonstrating healing. That is the beginning of a righteous prayer. And that is the beginning of opening yourself up into the power of a righteous prayer. You cannot say, God, thank you for blessing my body. And then when someone asks you how you feel, say, oh, I'm sick. You can't do that. And expect God to bless you and pray and, and heal you because you're, what you just said, the power of your words is just out, is out of alignment for what you just prayed for. And we have so many people who do that. I want us to really center your thinking and look right now. Just take a few minutes and just quiet yourself down. Quiet yourself down. Just take a second and think about that thing in your life that you want to release. And just take a second and just think about that. And now, confess it. I am ready to release this thing, whatever it is. I am ready to release this thing. And now, feel gratitude. The attitude of gratitude, knowing that it is released. You cannot have power in any kind of prayer, whether it's righteous or not, if you do not have the feeling in your heart that is in alignment with what you prayed for. That is why last week we talked so much about the gratitude, the grateful heart, because in order to have power in a righteous prayer, it has to be aligned. Your prayer, your words, your thinking, your feeling have to be aligned with the gratitude, a grateful heart. You have to have a heart that is synced up with the attitude of gratitude. Now that's the beginning of this where it says confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. The second part is talking about um, the earnest prayer of a righteous person. Now earnest means sincere, the sincere prayer of a righteous person. And I want to tell you what Charles Fillmore says uh, that righteousness means. 
according to Charles Fillmore, righteousness is a state of harmony established in consciousness through the right use of God-given attributes. He says, it leads directly to eternal life. He says, truth working in consciousness brings forth the perfect salvation of the whole man. Now, what the perfect salvation of the whole man means is it brings you into a full expression of the consciousness of Christ. Salvation, you're released from anything that is holding you back. No doubt, no worry, no concern, just an attitude of gratitude and peace. Let's keep going. The earnest prayer of a righteous person. Now, a righteous person is a person whose mind you have control over your thinking and your feeling. Your thinking, your feeling, your speaking, all of that is in sync with the harmony of God. Not only is it in sync with the harmony of God, it is in sync with the harmony of God, divinely right ideas. You best believe that if there's something going on in your life that you don't like, if there's something going on in your body that you don't like, you are not in sync with God, divinely right ideas. To be righteous means to have right-minded thinking. The right side of the brain is the spiritual aspect of the brain. To be, to be in a, a space of right-sided thinking means that your mind is disciplined to only think about God and all things connected to God. So you release what's going on in this world, in this pandemic, and this is powerful, and in, and it's not just the pandemic, because there's a lot of things that are going on. We are still experiencing racism. We're still experiencing all of these ways that people are behaving in a way that are, is unloving to each other. We're still experiencing police officers and people who have power uh, exhibiting it in an unloving way over people in this world. That has not changed. And even in those moments that we see it, now the people who are doing it are demonstrating sin. They're coming from a space of the evil, the evil heart, which is a heart that is in alignment with faulty um, error-based consciousness. But the truth is, they're still a good person. And it is our job as we move from the consciousness of human, how do, I want, how do you want me to say it, God? Being rooted in the belief of limitation and separation it is our job to see only good. So we are gonna hear about sexism, we are gonna hear about racism, we are gonna hear about brutality, we are gonna hear about violence, we're go, and we're demonstrating already all over the world this pandemic. However, there is still power in the prayer of a righteous person who only sees God beyond everything that the five physical senses are showing us, that our whole body is demonstrating. We still see God. Jesus was up on the cross dying and still said, forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. He let go of all the expression that his, he was in pain. His body was hurting. He let go and they were down there 
mocking him and doing things and spitting at him and doing all kinds of things that were unloving. He's experiencing this in his human expression, his human body, but he still kept his mind and his thinking and his feeling in alignment with the wealth of a good heart, the treasury of a good heart. And what he spoke forth was the prayer, the powerful prayer of a righteous person. He spoke in the power of a righteous prayer and he said, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. Whatever we are seeing in this world, it is important for us to look past it and speak from the wealth of our heart. When you're praying over someone, do not pray for a healing because the act of praying for something demonstrates that it does not exist. Pray in the gratitude, thanking God that it does exist. When you're praying for a certain situation to occur in your life, do not pray for that situation. Pray from a standpoint that it already has occurred in your life, no matter what's going on, even in this pandemic. And all these other things that we've heard over this week and throughout the weekend, and all of this violence that is going on. Pray not for violence to stop or decrease. Pray from a space of thanking God that there is peace in this world, that we are demonstrating love towards each other, that all we see is the presence of God in each other and we treat each other as if that's what we see. That if you see a person whose body is demonstrating an illness, you pray from a space of seeing divine health. In this world right now, God, I thank you for giving me the words to affirm and declare that there is the vibration of healing demonstrating in this world, that God's presence is everywhere. I've always heard this, there is no spot where God is not, and that is absolute truth. And that the world has love everywhere present because God's everywhere present. It is time for us to move into the presence of that love, of gratitude, of peace, and of knowing that we are the power of God in demonstration and that we demonstrate the power of God from a love heart. You cannot say that you want a loving relationship and then complain about everything the person's doing wrong and expect God to demonstrate a loving relationship. The only way to have a loving relationship in a relationship with someone else is to have that loving relationship inside of yourself. A righteous person has a divinely right relationship with God first before they go outside of that relationship to demonstrate demonstrate anything with anybody else. It is important for us to move into that presence and know beyond a shadow of a doubt that God is in this place, that that God is within us, everywhere present, and that all we see is God. And then we speak forth that presence, confessing the things that we have seen wrong in the past, demonstrated, felt, believed wrong in the past and affirming the truth right now. So as you confess those things, acknowledging the error, denying the power of the error, you affirm the truth. And as you affirm the truth, you claim it from an attitude of gratitude. And in that, you allow the presence of God to come forth in your life and in the lives of everyone else. That is the power of a righteous prayer. And when you do that, there is nothing blocking you from demonstrating the absolute power of God. Thank you, God, for your absolute divine gift of love. 
It is done. It is done. It is done. Amen. Thank you for listening and for watching. And now we have moved into the part of our service where we take the power of a righteous prayer and we affirm prosperity. We affirm from a space of prosperity within our very heart. The wealth of your heart right now is affirming the consciousness of prosperity. And from that space, I want to thank you all for every way that you show support for Unity of Farmington Hills. Every single way. God knows it. You know it. Every single way that you demonstrate. And in this moment, we're going to bless the financial way that you demonstrate your support for Unity of Farmington Hills. So let us affirm our love offering blessing. Together, divine love through me blesses and multiplies all that I have, all that I give, and all that I receive. Thank you, God. And now let us, um, oh, the, the, uh, those of you who are sending in your love offerings, you can send them to Unity of Farmington Hills, 32500 West 13 Mile Road, Farmington Hills, Michigan, 48334. And when you're making your donations online, go to unityfh.com and you can um, click on the donate button and you can do your donations there. And you can specify when you get to the donations page, you can specify how you would like your donation to be used at Unity of Farmington Hills. Thank you for every way that you bless. Thank you so much. And so now we are going to have our band sing the powerful song, Times Like These. And let's celebrate with them as they sing that song. All right, ladies and gentlemen, so you might be familiar with this song. We've done it in church several times. Times Like These really was written about the 2008 financial depression that we went through as a country. I felt it was time we should just update the lyrics a bit to kind of deal with what we're dealing with in 2020. Hope you enjoy it. and pines a bleed of beauty and grace and the rivers they run wild like an endless race the forest soars so high and fall to the sea and church bells
Now is time, the time in our service where we do our prayer circle. And so go ahead and call out the names of everyone who you'd like prayer for. And then I will go ahead and pray. Mother, Father, everything God. I know you to be that one power and one presence active in our lives and in the universe co-creating everything that we need right now. And so I thank you for blessing the lives of the names of everyone who's been called forth. Thank you for going right to the root of whatever it is in their situation that needs to be transmuted into the highest expression of their good. I know that you are the solution for their situation, for whatever's going on, manifesting in them healing, manifesting in them a higher expression of themselves, manifesting in them financial prosperity or prosperity consciousness or any other way that it is that you are healing them and blessing them and guiding them and guiding us all. I thank you, God. Thank you for blessing this actual, this service for everyone who helped to create this service. Thank you for blessing them and for bringing their talents to Unity of Farmington Hills. This is a beautiful, awesome spiritual community filled with so much great talent and gifts. Those who are watching God, thank you for blessing them. Thank you for blessing our spiritual community and all everyone in the world. In the mighty name and nature of the Christ that dwells within, I thank you God for your divine gift of love. Amen. And today is the last Sunday of the month, so it we acknowledge birthdays during this month. So I want to sing happy birthday to everyone who had a birthday in May, including my mama who's in heaven. Her birthday was May 26th. She wasn't here in the physical, but I still celebrated it with her um, by celebrating that, that day in her honor. So here goes. Happy birthday to you. 
Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, you are wonderful. Happy birthday to you and many more. <laughs> Not as good as the band, but such is life. <laughs> anyway, let's go ahead and do our prayer for protection. The light of God surrounds us. The love of God enfolds us. The power of God protects us. The presence of God watches over us. Wherever we are, God is and all is well. Amen. Thank you, God. Yay, God. And all that jazz. Again, I am Reverend Kelly Kincaid, and I'm the senior minister at Unity of Farmington Hills. It has been a pleasure to be a part of this worship service with you all. If you can, please join us for our Zoom fellowship at 11 o'clock. The link is on the YouTube page, is on our Facebook page, and it is on our website, unityfh.com. So enjoy the rest of your Sunday. Until next time, God bless you, and I love you all in Christ. Bye-bye. for listening to this Unity of Farmington Hills podcast. We hope this has encouraged you, inspired you, and uplifted you. If you are unable to attend our Sunday gatherings, but still want to support our spiritual community, visit our giving page at www.unityfh.com donate.